It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Time to play with pain. Hosted by Emmy-winning comedian and writer Jeff Cesario. Interviewing guests from comedy, entertainment, and sports. Plus, legendary sportscaster, Chet Waterhouse. Don't worry, this shouldn't take longer than your average trip to Costco. And now, here's your host, Jeff Cesario. Welcome to Play With Pain. Here we are, man. Uh, I noticed in the intro, it says I interview people from comedy, entertainment, and sports. And my guest today may actually pull, I'm going to say, what would I say? I'm going to say 50% from entertainment, 40% from sports, 10% from comedy. And I'll uh, take it. Yeah. That's, I'll take it. I, one of the few guests, I think, that covers all three of those. Te- He's uh, uh, the former drummer of the Black Crows uh, and a fragile Michigan fan. Uh, Steve Gorman. Steve, how are you I'm all right. Thank you very much. I'm, uh, you know, it's that it's that tightrope existence where you're cheering for the team and rooting against the coach. (laughs) That is wild. Yeah, it's one of those. It's a it's a razor sharp edge that's almost as sharp as the crease in Jim Harbaugh's pants because you're 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 watching that team. I know we're going to dive into all of this, folks. Everybody listens to the podcast knows that Chet's got an update coming up and all that, but. But uh, uh, seeing as we're here, let's discuss it for just a second that that because I, I know when I watch Michigan highlights, I don't know why I think of you. I think of the Sklar brothers, because those are the Michigan fans. I know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I think, OK, you're watching that going. J.J. McCarthy hasn't shown me enough yet. <laughs> what is well, that? Four yard toss that. <laughs> Blake Corum turned into a 56-yard TD. I'm not sold yet. (laughs) In keeping with Michigan tradition of the 21st century, the quarterback just hasn't shown us enough. Um, I I don't know (laughs) what it's going to take. Is that the sign that they should tap on on the way out of the locker room? The QB just hasn't shown us enough. Everybody who passes it taps that on the way to the field. (laughs) If if they weren't willing to give – literally thousands of acres of the UP to Arch Manning in order to get him there. I just don't yeah. know how serious we are about competing at the, <laughs> at the highest level. They should have given Arch Manning the entire upper peninsula. Just come play for three yeah. years here, kid. Yeah. Wisconsin would not have cared. Take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Take it. Yeah. It's got iron ore. Fine. Great. Go for it. Uh, Something. So I'm trying to that, think of what could have turned the tables, but um, yeah, boy, that, you know, it's just, it's just a dome, not meant to be. I think. 
I think a dome might have. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. This yeah, is big... the largest uh, uh, pre-show island we've ever done, which is oh, fantastic. Nice. Uh, and another honor. So two honors now. Uh, <laughs> you know, racking I'm, them I'm, up. I'm enjoying the rare air that is coursing through my lungs. Right. I'm a little uh, um, fired up in a good way because I, I'm, I've, been, I've been looking for a little something to, to boost me. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I've been trying this stuff. I got this stuff. I got a sample of this stuff, Magic Mind. And, you know, anything called Magic Mind, I got enough old hippie in me <laughs> where I'm like, I don't want to read the ingredients. Just hand it to me. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like it's like uh, no caffeine, which is good because I, I I have natural shakes. So and it's good. I'm digging it. I like it. It's got uh you know I got a little bit of a boost without having to take something that you know Frank Thomas is peddling online <laughs> that'll shrivel up your balls. I'm not taking that. So this stuff no. is great. No caffeine. those those balls will shrivel up on their own just fine. You don't need help. Yeah, and and uh, and I just saw it. And I said I. Yeah. I'll give it a mm-hmm. shot. I've been doing it a little bit and it's, it's got, it's got a nice mellow boost. Doesn't okay. buzz me. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll get you some magic mind, magic mind dot whatever. Google it. You'll, you'll find magic mind and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, hang on. It's all natural. It says it right there. Herbal supplement, all natural. Pretty cool. It's got a, uh, look at that. Do more stress less. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's got like a wave on it. Oh man, if I don't get a VW bus after drinking enough of this stuff, I don't know what's going to happen. We, we could have all used some of that in the mid eighties, baby. <laughs> would have changed everything for all of us. Retroactively. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Magic mind. Google it. You'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Um, speaking to somebody who doesn't need a boost, Chet, do you happen to have an update for us? Does Jim Harbaugh triple crease his pants with a giant iron? Of course. Time for the Waterhouse Update, sponsored by Slaptop, Steve. That's the new computer from Will Smith. NFL! <laughs> Giants yeah. drubbed the Packers in London so badly, Green Bay fans drank an entire row of British pubs dry. That's almost impossible. Fourth quarter, Aaron Rodgers had the body language of a public defender. Tom Brady placed on the turf like a delicate Hummel figurine into bubble wrap. Still gets the roughing call. Carolina Panthers fire coach Matt Rule, who sent them the top of the line. Harry and David, thank you, basket. And new NFL concussion protocol, Steve, now includes naming all the original members of new kids on the block. That's going to be a tough fun to pass that wrap up sponsored by instagram crackers photos of graham crackers right at your fingertips college football (laughs) oklahoma getting whacked like sunny corleone at a toll booth ucla like a barista who thinks he recognizes you from south by southwest they just keep coming at you and iowa's offense scoring less than a straight dude at a vatican mixer that wrap-up sponsored by nutsacks a perfect serving of nuts steve in a pocket-sized sack that's nutsacks america's pastime no not wondering why the feds are marching interest rates at gunpoint out a fifth floor window baseball padres joe musgrove one hits the mets I haven't seen ears that groomed and shiny since George Michael. And finally, 
This week in sports history, the year 1899, the place, Washington, D.C., African-American inventor Isaac Johnson patents the bicycle frame, said Schwinn. Uh, we'll take it from here. This Waterhouse Update sponsored by 45-hour energy drink. Live big, crash hard. That might be a little too much for all of us. Now back to Jeff and the great Black Coast drummer, Steve Gorman. Take it away, guys. Wow, thank you, Chet. I, I I didn't see a South by reference coming from Chet, but I liked it. That was that was pretty strong. You know, you know, Chet, I think I think I think Jimmy's keeping up with the kids, giving Chet some good lines. Yeah, his crack producer yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy the Stat Man, Jimmy uh, Chet Stat Man, who prefers yeah. never to be on camera or mic. I've never um, heard him say a word. We've been communicating no, no. for almost two decades. He the only way he communicates, even with his wife, is he just writes her notes and slides them to her. Hey, Jeff, speaking of two decades, it's literally, uh, I, I believe, <laughs> I? this month, 20 years since we met. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Just, we, it just hit me. It was the this fall is of impressive. 02, Folks, fall we're, of we're, we're tackling college football in just a second. But this, I won't say I guarantee it because who knows. But it'll be worth it. 20 years we've known each other. We met through um, mutual agents, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, uh uh, Alan Rotberg and yep. uh, Rizzo and Rotberg. I, I, Michael Alan Rizzo was, and Alan Rot and Rotberg. Yeah, Rotberg. Yeah, I, that was my. Uh, yeah, Alan was the guy. He said, uh, "You know who you need to meet? You need to meet a guy named Jeff Cesario." And I said, <laughs> "Whatever you say, Chief." And Set it go. up. That was <laughs> Typical it. drummer. Just bring him in and let me hear if he can blow. <laughs> I believe we were at the Jerry's near Cedars is where that first meeting happened. Oh, yeah, which is now a <laughs> Granville. I'm, I think it's a spinoff of one of the Beverly Hills Housewives. I'm not sure. Oh, it's, great. Yeah, it's gone. Perfect. It's a complete other restaurant. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, good. But, yeah, we met. We hit it off right away. Uh, developed a show. Which mm-hmm. you and uh, the manager of the Black Crows and the manager of Van Halen, uh, Peter, uh, what's P- P- what Pete? Pete Angelus. Pete Angelus, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, had created something that was yeah. had an incredible center to it, yeah. uh, but was a bit amorphous on the outside, like a hundred thousand dollar candy bar. That's why you don't buy that bar a lot. It tastes great, but it's a little too much. So you go, That's okay, right. I, yeah. I'm just going back to Snickers. So they brought me in to kind of take the $100,000 candy bar and make it a little more yeah. something that is digestible in a pitch, which we then did. And we had a blast. I must have listened to 60 hours of you guys bullshitting. And oh, the stories never stopped. The rock and roll no. stories never stopped. And then we would go into pitches with these executives and brand new rock and roll stories yeah. <laughs> would tumble out of you guys because something <laughs> would trigger. Hey, what is yeah. that? A baseball on your desk? Hang on. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a lot of, okay, we're just going to have 20 minutes with this guy. And then two hours later, you know, we're still in there just going. Those yeah. Fun. Most successful pitch I've ever had without a sale. Unbelievable. <laughs> Never had a meeting under an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Didn't sell the goddamn yeah. thing. No, well, I, uh, my recollection is we did have a uh, a handshake. Let's do this with some people at FX, and yes. and that and that was on a Friday, 
And I spent the weekend toasting my newfound status as the king of Hollywood. And then on right. Tuesday, FX fired everybody. <laughs> we had we had four days of a, of a sale in progress, and then they cleaned house. Oh. And I remember, I remember, I called Alan. I go, "Well, what does this mean? Like, so they're gonna the new guy?" He goes, "There's not going to be a, no, no, no. We're, we're dead. We'll we'll pick this back we're up dead. next year." And I was like, "Next year? What are you talking about?" Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's like it was rough. It's like a landfill site. You just got to let it be for about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Then you come back to it with a whole new contractor and go. You know, you could put a subdivision on that. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. That's what you have to do with projects yeah. like that because the new people, it's like, is that cancer and can it spread? Just put it in an iron box and bury it out in the back. That's what they want to do it's- with any project from the old regime. It's exactly what happens with a record label. If, you know, in the old days anyway, when record labels were a thing, you know, yeah. an A and R, an A and R guy, uh, gets fired or moves on any band he signed. You're just, don't even call the yeah. label. Just, just <laughs> wait for your manager to go, uh, we're free agents again. Cause they don't care. Yeah. They returned your 7,000 bumper stickers for 40 that's, bucks. They don't right. care about you. Yeah. Now you're done. You lose your guy. You'll, you're lost. So. What did what did you guys watch on the Black Crows tour bus? Sports especially. I was thinking about this last night, thinking, oh, I know Gorman's laid out half in the bag, 9 a.m. They got to go yeah. from Atlanta to Chattanooga. Well, and, in the in the early days of touring, it was just VHS. So it was uh movies, mostly comedy. Um we we obsessively watched the kids in the hall in the early oh, years man. of touring. Um, How could you not over enjoy and over and over. every ounce of that? Kids in the hall, Blackadder, um, a lot. You know, we were finding comedies. There were some great British comedies that we had gotten. Uh, you used to have to you'd buy a tape in England and then take it to a place, and they transfer it over to the format you could watch sure. in the states. Um, so we were really into Blackadder. Everybody loved Monty Python, Faulty Towers, real Anglophile sense of humor. Throughout Even the, the guy behind the counter at the transfer place knows he's got about yeah. 18 months. <laughs> yeah, right. He's not letting on, but he knows technology yeah. is catching oh, yeah. up to all of yeah. this crap. That's um, impressive. Uh, did you watch once, the young ones? Oh, oh yeah. We had, and yeah, we had all seen that, you know, in real time in the eighties. So, you know, yeah. but that was still a, a, always a welcome. And in fact, the young ones, the film, uh, bad news. The, the same guys uh, that were in the young ones had the movie Bad News, which was a precursor to Spinal Tap. And if and if people have never watched Bad News, trust me when I say it's worth your time. I mean, <laughs> that that's the documentary that has the classic line: "Jimmy Page didn't write Stairway to Heaven till he was twenty four. I could play it at nineteen. <laughs> or actually, I think it's reversed. He goes, I could play Stairway to Heaven when I was 19. Jimmy Page didn't write it till he was 24. You know, it's that's one of those so great. great. Um, that's great. But then once, you know, at some point in the late 90s, then like, direct, you know, satellite TV became available um, on buses. And then yeah. by the early 2000s, then it was all about the Sunday package. I mean, we're, we're NFL obsessed on that bus. Um, and, and, and college as well. So the weekends on tour in the fall were always just consumed with football. Um, that's impressive. You know, if we're, if we're all watching either Georgia for the guys from the band from Georgia, I'm watching Michigan. You know, there's a few teams that we would always be checking in on. And then the NFL Sunday was all day. 
Um, it was a- any excuse not to talk about the band and then for, and then, and then therefore have a fight <laughs> sure. uh, was always most welcome. It was avoiding fisticuffs. And yeah. the, the impressive thing to me, I've spent some time on the road with Brian Regan, who has his own tour bus. Yes. Yeah. Is it what it gives me a glimmer of hope for technology because that damn thing never lost a freaking signal. I didn't, you know, I'm losing it in my house yeah. on a bus going yeah, by was... the snake, following the snake river up a Canyon <laughs> and we're still getting yeah. the goddamn Wisconsin game. I don't understand how it's happening. When, uh, when you and, and initially you'd go under a bridge and lose the signal, but then even that stopped happening. Yeah. Like you'd be under a bridge. <laughs> like, this is great. Um, I do remember one trip in uh, 2001, there was a drive clear across the state of Montana, which any of your geography buff fans will know is a pretty big state. Yeah. Um, if you're it going was like across a gig. It, yeah. Especially. Yeah. We, we, it was like, okay, we're going to play a gig in Fargo and the next gig is in Seattle. Enjoy. Boys. And, uh, you know, one of those just two, two days straight. Yeah. And at one point, somebody came across. Uh, the Game Show Network and a Richard Dawson era Family Feud marathon. Oh, wow! Oh, that's and beautiful. When you have um, you know a few ounces of weed and a bag of mushrooms and Richard Dawson for eighteen hours, <laughs> let me tell you something, man. You, you you cannot imagine how fun that can actually be. Just get off the bus kissing inappropriately yourself. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And and by the way, on a beautiful autumn day not looking out the windows at the most beautiful part of the world once just just missing the entire scenic the uh, entire columbia river gorge yeah yeah, it just went right by it no no missed missed every bit of it i do remember uh oddly enough uh brian regan um did a tour where we went from portland all the way to uh, spokane and followed that columbia river gorge yeah and i just went it's like the entire length of the state this unbelievable river mm-hmm. and nobody ever brings it up anywhere in in textbooks I, you never I, learn about the columbia river the first time we toured in the pacific northwest i mean we were literally all and we were still in a van so we were really seeing everything driving during the day not overnight on the bus and right. and we just kept saying like how come We've never heard of any of this stuff. Like no one talks about like you go out there and it's so beautiful that you just feel stupid for leaving to go back home. So you never mention it. You're like, you know, it's that thing of like, why am I leaving? Why, what, why am I going back to the South where the humidity is, you know, off the, what, what am I doing? What's wrong with me? Why am yeah. I leaving this area? It's just, and look, they have cows. They must have farms. They raise yeah. their own food. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, moments like impressive. you know you're in you're in Idaho and you literally just go what what who's doing PR for this place? <laughs> the winters can't be that bad. I'm no. telling you, this is crazy. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So what is this that uh, John Ham keeps screaming in my uh, face on TV uh, before we get into the college football, which we will, I swear to you, we will. Um, that the World Cup is at Christmas time this year. It's a, it's in, it's November and December. It's a total nightmare. It's the worst. 
you know, FIFA is the group that makes the IOC look like the Red Cross in terms of corruption <laughs> and just global crime syndicate masking as a sports, uh, you know, uh, foundation or yeah. co- company. They make they the get- boxing like the WBO. Yeah, they oh, make it, them look it, like like, like the United Nations. I'm telling you, man, Don <laughs> King is Gandhi in this in this uh, you know these analogies. The FIFA gave not only did they give the last World Cup to Vladimir Putin in Russia, yeah. this one was awarded to Qatar, which is Qatar is how yeah. we always say it. But apparently, the University of Qatar, La Moamar Rafsan Johnny, great place kicker from there, spent three <laughs> years with the Chiefs. Go ahead, guys. Apparently, thank you, Chad. Apparently, we all say it wrong. It's Qatar, but but regardless, this is a country. that has no domestic soccer league of their own. And when they were given the World Cup, did not have soccer stadiums. Wow. And they have built um, uh, all of the venues in the last 12 years using immigrant slash slave labor. Uh, The reports from uh, international aid agencies say at least 6,000 deaths in the World Cup construction sites. Yeah, it's... It's a nightmare of epic proportion. Wow. And, and the games are being played in November because, of course, you can't do it in June and July when the World Cup normally happens because it would be 130 degrees right, on the field. Right. The stadiums, the only, the only upside is that the country's so small, all the stadiums are within a few miles of each other. So that inner, in-between game traveling that happens – like when the World Cup's here, you're going to see the U.S. play in New York, and their next game could be in Palo Alto, and they got to fly right. three thousand miles. That doesn't happen right. in this World Cup. Everybody plays yeah. a game and goes right to a hotel, and the, so that the travel in between games is the only possible upside. And, um, and but you know, in accordance with the uh, zeitgeist of the uh, ruling party in Qatar, uh, you will be walking. From stadium to stadium, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the it's, ancient uh, Romans have to be wherever they are. Got to be thinking, hey, we don't look half bad compared to these people. No, no, That's we do insanity. not. Insanity. That it's plus it's really half of the very large viewing soccer public will be celebrating holidays. Yeah, through this period or in pre prep mode for holidays, which is more time-consuming than and the holidays themselves. Not to mention that with the exception of our professional soccer league, the MLS, everyone else's season runs August to May. This is a one-month interruption in every domestic league in the world wow. that's never happened before. So this it, might be it might be some great hate-watching. It's, it's going to be some serious hate watching. There's no way to watch this World Cup if you're a soccer fanatic like I am without feeling horrible about the fact that it's happening there. And again, the players didn't make this choice. Yeah. Once the games right. begin, we all forget it. It's like the Olympics. You're like, you know, I don't care. Bobsled. Whoa. You, know, you, get, <laughs> you get sucked right in. Um, it, it happens. So, uh, but yeah, it's a real, it's, it's a, it's a catastrophe that they're hosting this world cup. Uh, but you know, yeah. whatever, but, but to your point about holidays, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. If you didn't know the day after Thanksgiving, the U S plays England and that will be, um, uh, without question, the most watched soccer game in American television history. There's not any big college football games that yeah. day. There's no NFL that day. 
It's U.S. versus England on the Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, it's going to yeah. be huge. Yeah, NFL yeah. Thursday. Well, there may be some. Uh, there's some, uh, but not not the big ones. All yeah. the you know the Iron Bowl. All the Michigan big ones Ohio will be State, Saturday, probably. It's yeah. all Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's that game's going to be just momentous. And right. based At on what I've seen for 13 minutes, and then based on what be I've a seen lot of people from, going, yeah, I, yeah, this is I but, can't. What is based on team? based on what our our boys are looking like lately, uh, England with the deepest team in that nation's history, Holy they could very sense. well just run us right into the ditch very quickly. But we'll see. From your yeah. lips to Wayne Rooney's lawyer's mouth. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's dive in. Uh, we rattle that off. Let's just rattle these off. Let's go. Uh, lightning round. Kansas college football. Are they going to be a factor? They they they. Played tougher than I thought they were going to because they were set up. Even though they Mm -hmm. lost, they played pretty tough. They were kind of setting themselves up for like that Hank Kingsley second night in the classic Larry Sanders episode where Larry gets sick at the last moment and Hank has to take over hosting the show. Sure. Does it incredibly well the first night. And overnight turns into a (laughs) raving narcissistic asshole and bombs miserably yeah <laughs> sure night that's what kansas was setting themselves up for but they even though they lost they acquitted themselves pretty well against a very good tcu team i think the loss is helps them for the rest of the season you know you're right if they had if they had gone every time every week with another yeah. win makes that bubble that explosion or implosion more likely Losing to a really good team like that, it, it's it brought them down to earth and reminded them, hey, we're still Kansas, but we've done this, and yeah. I, I think they're going to be tougher now because of that for sure. But but I, I agree, there was almost a ginormous universal black hole explosion that was about to happen, <laughs> but now it won't because they lost that game in that fashion. Hey, just for you, Steve, that one's sponsored by the Fender Catatay. The the Fender, hang on, guys. Let me get, let me unravel this copy. It's sponsored by the Fender Catacaster, the guitar that licks itself clean. Oh, that was, that was worth it. All right, guys, I'm going to speed you up here. Michigan, JJ McCarthy, top end game manager or potential Justin Herbert. Which one is it, Steve? Top end game manager at best. Make no mistake. Don't mention Justin Herbert and him in the same sentence again. I know. It's just it's being just... cruel to Michigan fans to suggest there's anything other than what we've already seen. Yeah. As a Badger fan, I can relate only because uh, after all the Sturm and Drang over the last couple of weeks in Madison, uh, they come out of it and they beat Northwestern uh, handily. And uh, Graham Mertz looks fantastic. And you go, well, it's the worst Northwestern team Pat Fitzgerald has ever had. Mm-hmm. So let's wait yeah. and see. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. it. I love they bounce back, but I'm not jumping through hoops. Yeah. Just I'm, yet. I'm, I'm not I'm putting him ha- in a skills competition against Look, anybody. I'm happy to beat Indiana by 21, but not when it's tied at halftime. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> Exactly. All right, guys, here you go. go. Do you care about Texas A&M? No, never have, never will. (laughs) No, people thought Paul Christ was out of it. Jimbo Fisher's making the wing tee look revolutionary. What are they doing offensively? He's got – there's no 
You, you know, they need magic mind. That's what they need. They need. That, that's exactly right. They need All four or five the of these, mind. right? <laughs> they, they need Jimbo Fisher needs to pop some magic mind and get his focus offensively. They're not, they're not scoring. I think he's got some old school boosters in his ear. and He's just scratching their back. You know what I miss? You know what yeah. I want to see on that field? I like oh, it boy. when we used to, there's a lot of those conversations happening. <laughs> when the 12th man could decide yeah. a game. All right. That's, it. That's exactly it. Okay there, Chester. Why don't you go back to the oil rig and make another seven bill. Hey, guys, that's sponsored by the Fender Stratoplaster, the guitar that can do two jobs at once. See? <laughs> yeah, I like that, Chet. <laughs> USC, UCLA, both for real and both joining the Big Ten, baby. What does this mean? It just means that um, I, my the days of me caring about college football are numbered. Uh, it, 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 like, it's like it's bad enough that Maryland is in the Big Ten or Penn yeah. State. And, the, and Penn State joined the Big Ten like literally almost 30 years ago. And I still have to remind myself they're in the Big Ten. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just not keeping up with a lot of things. But UCLA and USC to the Big Ten, just just tear it off. Make it like uh, just go into business with the NFL. Just have a G League for football and have yeah. it be the top 20 programs in the country and stop pretending it's about college. You know, it's just that it's yeah. it's it's just a, that, that's a bridge too far, man. I mean, come on. What, what's the point of conferences if not to just I, I miss the yeah. geographical arguments that used to actually make sense at least get a team in an airport hub where you can get a connecting flight, go yeah. get Utah, you know, yeah. in the big 10. So yeah. USC and UCLA have a place to refuel on their way to Rutgers <laughs> for a women's field hockey tournament. Okay. It's incredible. It's That's incredible. Yes. I will probably begin to lose interest as well. Uh, less so for the emotional reasons and more so for the fact that, the Big Ten West will now feature a fifth-place Wisconsin. If I have to watch Michigan play USC and, and, and relive Charles White's phantom fumble on the three-yard oh line they still gave him credit for in the 1979 Rose Bowl, that by yeah. God, I'm not going to be in a good mood, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to have to wait a long time for a lot of fans to die before they clear the emotional decks. <laughs> And start yeah. at point zero. That's sponsored by the Fender Whammy Bar, the rock and roll protein bar, Steve. That's the Fender Whammy Bar. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Who's this year? Cincinnati. Is there one? Is there going to be? Or is that cute thing over quicker than Sunday Mass in Las Vegas with the uh, uh, cute little teams coming from small gonna, places? I got to take a flyer on my beloved James Madison University Dukes, my friend. They're looking good. They're ranked 25th for the first time. They are undefeated. They are solid top to bottom. And thanks to the fact that I'm cutting an out-of-state tuition check to that fine university on a monthly basis, I say, let's go Dukes. For you God's can sakes. literally look up and say, I am paying for those helmet stickers. I was going to say, but see those helmets? There's something about either the face mask, the mask itself, yeah. or the stickers. 
or or just that that shiny coat of paint. Something about those helmets is mine, baby. Yeah. The reason you have concussion pro- cro- protocol on the sidelines yeah. is me, oh, yeah. baby. They got to sneak by those uh, pesky Chanticleers from Coastal Carolina who are also having an, a, a who are sort year. of the, the new app state, I would say, yeah. Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Um, and, of course, JMU took down App State in, in a wild and woolly game. Yes, right after they beat uh, the aforementioned horrible Texas A&M. Yeah, App, App State beats State, Texas A&M, goes home and wins a wild one, and then loses a wild one. 28-3, App State oh. was ahead at home Wow, and lost that game 32-28. to James Wait, Madison that- is for real. Not just our third president anymore, okay? Right. <laughs> Third? Ah, fourth. I don't know. That's impressive. Hey, guys, that's sponsored by the Fender Wah 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 pedal, the effects <laughs> pedal for whiny bands. That's the Fender Wah 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 pedal. True or false, I, if Ohio State doesn't win it all this year, should we give them to the Pac-12 and make them uh, a regular conference again? Like please. This seems to yes. be the year that, you know, the, the, the SEC – Kind of like a really good stripper on a cold night where you're not getting their best effort yeah. out of the SEC. It's a, a little bit of a down year. Ohio State looking strong again. Yeah. You know, they pasted Wisconsin and, and Michigan State, so we have no idea really if they're that good. Penn State doing their usual. They're incredible because everybody wants their brand to be incredible. And then they get into the teeth of their yeah schedule th- and they're probably th- going to go 500 through that stretch and wind up eight and four or something michigan as we pointed out still not sold on what we got at qb so this could be a year where ohio state right. absolutely crushes the table in the big 10 without maybe- question um i i think that the sec every year and this year as much as any and, may, and this is just i mean look i live in nashville i'm surrounded with sec coverage and talk all the time um but, you know, what Ohio State doesn't have is that SEC grind. You know what I mean? It, like every week, yeah. like Arkansas, South Carolina, these are middling teams. If they were Big Ten teams, they, they, they'd look a lot better. I mean, it's just the talent is so – not just the high-end talent, the depth of every team in this conference. Like Tennessee is deep as the ocean right now. Well, it's Tennessee has finally – Yeah, uh, they're there. Pulled it together and, and shaken we'll, and we'll off see some of the. Uh, yeah, we'll see just first. how much of this Bama game. But yeah. but I'm just saying that you know your second string linebackers in the SEC are going to hurt you. You know they're great, yeah. and so Ohio State against a, a, a Big Ten that can't you cannot compare those two conferences. The top teams, sure, but but week in and week out, um, there's just a war of attrition in the SEC that no other conference deals with. So to that point. Yeah, if Ohio State stays healthy, which they should, comparatively, you know, they they have weeks where they're not just doing all they can to hang on and get a win. I mean, they're yeah. they're rolling and 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 I I you know, I think that bodes well for them. I I yeah, I, I, would I always say this. feel uh in defense of uh of the Big 10, I think you're right at the top, the top of both conferences, Big 10, SEC, comparable. Uh the very top, top two teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that next echelon, I think, although I believe this is a bit a down year for the Big Ten, but I still think when you start getting into the Tennessees and Ole Misses, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, sure. 
you're in a you're in an arena where I do think a Michigan's going to be competitive with that. A Penn State's going to be competitive with that. Uh, in a normal year, a Wisconsin's going to be competitive with that. Um, and and then even that next the, the six, seven, five, six, seven, eight. When you're getting into Mississippi State, uh, you know Texas A&M. When you're getting into that rank. Uh, you know, I'm going, hey, Minnesota this year could have Purdue could yeah. have just a good a shot at, at, at competing at least. Mm-hmm. But definitely from eight on down, which is your bottom six teams in both conferences, essentially. Yeah, I would say you're right. Auburn yeah. against Northwestern. Yeah, they're carting some people off the field. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And then when you when you have an SEC where Tennessee and, and, and well Kentucky even more so and Tennessee have both lighted yeah. the ship after years in the ditch, it's just a it's just a it's it is just a different thing. And I and I'm yeah, you know as a, a lifelong as a lifelong Big Ten you know follower and and proponent and all this stuff. And then basketball, I'm always like, don't even get me started. Blah blah blah. Right, but right. you know the SEC just has. A depth and a, a level of insanity that 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 frankly, it's a good thing no other conference can match because that would mean there's that many more crazy people in this country. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason they don't play great football in the Pacific Northwest because they don't want you to come there. Yeah, that's exactly that right. Columbia River Basin. That's uh, right. Hey guys, that one's sponsored by Sticky Buns, the breakfast joint with funny waitresses. That Sticky Buns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Two more and we're out of here. Matt Rule just gets fired by Carolina. Is he headed for Nebraska or does he wait for Oklahoma to fire Venables? That actually ties in with the last questions. Is Brent Venables fireable? You wouldn't think at the beginning of the season, you wouldn't think. But they've just gotten pasted, what, three weeks in a row? Hey, hey man, first of all, you know Rule's agent has not slept because he's cooking up so many possibilities yeah. right now. And I don't care who you are. If you are the coach of Oklahoma and you lose to Texas, what was it, 51 nothing? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, I, they'd they'd fire Nick Saban right now if that had happened. I mean, if Auburn beat Alabama fifty one nothing, Saban's job would be on the line. I can't. Yeah. You know, that's just what that is. That game, it's yeah. it's bad enough to lose that game, but to be fleeced and humiliated and 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 just salted and raised on the field like that, I I, I can't. I don't see how that guy keeps his job. Following but, two weeks where you got your lunch handed to you. Yeah. You know, I mean, they I mean, lost. Yeah. 55 24 the week before that. I remember the good old days when Oklahoma and Nebraska where you'd really question what's the better job. But I think right now Oklahoma's clearly, you know, as far as like what the school's going to put into it, what the with right. recruiting. I mean, Nebraska's turned into a tough beat, you know, for a variety of reasons. Um, but that yeah. said, you know, if you are and, and rule seemed like a great, I mean, obviously this year Fantastic in the NFL, college coach, great college coach. And he's the kind of guy who could go to Nebraska. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if he really did make some, something happen. And of course that is a fan base that you, you tell Nebraska, Hey, we're going to go 10 and two this year. That that state is going bananas. I mean, they'll, they'll yeah. all come back if the team's good. Yeah, you know they, they absolutely will. I think that's I have a question. Happens. I think about this all the time. Remember sure. the was it ninety four ninety five the Nebraska team with Tommy Frazier? I might be mixing eras, but I know that in the mid nineties, Nebraska had a team where they literally never threw the ball. They just ran that wishbone, yeah. 
And and every offensive lineman was over 300 pounds at a time yeah. when in college, like no one yeah. had guys yeah. that Unheard big. Unheard of. They were running the ball for over 500 yards every game. They were undefeated, won a national title. I, I would give anything to time warp that team into today's college football to see what these defenses would do against that. Like if it would, yeah. I, I, I'm so fascinated, even more than like, you know, LeBron's, you know, the Warriors versus the Bulls, whatever. I, I want to see that Nebraska team with all those horses up front and they just ran and they never passed. I'd love to see them show up today uh, and, and see what Georgia would do with that. Yeah, I'm not sure because that would be a war of attrition yeah. that you may not win depending on your offense. Uh, no, I, I just think that, of it, I, you know, yeah, if, I, if I your just, defense is up against that yeah. and they get enough three and outs and your offense <laughs> is all over the field throwing the ball and you're scoring yeah. on three play drives. Yeah. And suddenly it's 21 zip. You got 120 yards on the ground, but you're down three TDs. <laughs> yeah. Right. Made I don't know. Of- it's just, it's interesting. I just think about like more so than any other sport, like that, that, that's what, how football was still being played in the mid nineties. And now yeah. it's just like, it's like talking about, you know, going to California in a covered wagon at this point. <laughs> Yeah, it really. Hey guys, that's sponsored by J.C. Penny, dressing homicide detectives for over sixty years. Take it away. We're wrapping it up. Oh, thanks, Chet. Um, my guest today, the attractive, the talented, the amazing uh, Steve Gorman. Follow him on Twitter. If I'm not mistaken, it's still at SGS Fox. Is that correct? It, it is. It's the it's the age old internal debate. Should I just change it to something that makes sense but then everyone says no you'll lose your blue check and they freak out um and then of course we hey, got hey, the, the book way, is hey, out. by the way there is a twitter yeah. account at steve gorman and it's and it's never been no one the guy who's had it for years has never sent one tweet it's just there he has three followers and so he's and waiting that's like the guy who has at jeff cesario is just waiting I, i'm like dude what are you doing? I mean, and trust me, I, I looked at yeah. that in like 2009. I was like, oh, crap, I can't get my own Twitter handle or whatever, maybe 2010. <laughs> yeah. And I and I followed the guy and sent him a message. I mean, nothing. He won't. He, he did, I don't think he's no, even no. looked at it. No, they're just so if anybody on. if anybody knows Elon Musk, would you see if he can get rid of that guy and give me that? I'm sorry. Is he already the head of Twitter or not yet? I can't. I, I, I don't know. It changes like pizza orders with that. Guy. Actually, if someone does know Elon Musk, make I don't mention my name. I, this one person yeah, I never want to be. Stay in out of that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you have oh, to by the tell way, these just been coaches who are. Go, go ahead. I've just this, been informed. Bulletin. Hang on, folks. We got a Madison was in fourth. In fact, our fourth U.S. president, not our third. My apologies. Wow, Jimmy working overtime when he's sending my guests <laughs> stats. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now we got the book. Uh, the title of the book again: "Hard to Handle the Life and Death of the Black Crows," and available anywhere you buy books. On and anywhere you buy books, and a tremendous also read. also available tremendous uh, holiday you know, gift. It's unbelievable a, it, it, holiday. You can get that thing, you know, like say for a Kindle electronically. You can also get the Audible, the audio version, read by yours truly. Oh, fantastic! Oh, wow. Well, you're going to know where the little jewels take a, of the story Take a 13-hour drive with your old buddy, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. And then the nightly rock and roll radio show. Nobody gets to say that much anymore. Go figure. Steve Gorman Rocks is on uh, your Westwood One network. Five nights a week, five hours a night. Classic rock. 
<laughs> there you go. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Real Jeff Cesario. I have the same problem with a poacher sitting on at Jeff Cesario. And is someone sitting on your at Steve Gorman? Someone should inform these people that the feds have just raised the interest rate 75 times. And guys like you and me yeah. don't have pocket change to throw at them to get the name. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be sitting on that at my funeral, dude. Yeah. It's <laughs> no other way that happened. My album, what was I think? It's streaming everywhere. Uh, go check it out. I had a blast doing it in Minneapolis at Acme, which is one of the great rooms in the country. Uh, the Play With Pain mugs available at jeffcesario.com. That's Chet on one side. Play With Pain on the other side. Uh, also a great holiday. There's your holiday. A, a, a Play With Pain mug and a hard-to-handle book, and you are done. Dad's happy. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, tell your friends. Having a blast doing this, if you can't tell. Uh, having an extra little blast today, uh, courtesy of Magic Mind. I want to... I want to thank Magic Mind for getting me jacked up for this. Um, and uh, 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 so thanks once again, Steve. I want to thank you uh, tremendously uh, for coming on. It's always, always my pleasure, brother. Oh, man. Thank you. Uh, Chet, what do you what do you got cooking this weekend? I'll be in Dense Fog, Oregon, hosting ABC's new <laughs> smash hit, So You Think You Can Log Roll. Sponsored by the Pumpkin Patch. Kick your pumpkin spiced latte addiction once and for all with the Pumpkin Patch. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain. If you're interested in Magic Mind, go to magicmind.co and use promo code pain. That's magicmind.co, promo code P A I N.